if you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. 
If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and today is Monday, so you're going to be getting that digging deeper. Dark Seeker has painstakingly gone through all of the podcasts in Bachelor Nation and culled together the best clips, the ones you need to hear, the ones with all the tea. We've got clips today from Clickbait with guest host Jill Chin and guests Kenny and Mari Pepin. We've got a clip from Dear Shandy. We've got... Some clips from Off the Vine with guest Claire Crawley. You're going to want to hear this. There's so much tea. This is definitely all Sauce Wars uh, stuff that's going on with Claire Crawley. It's (laughs) unreal, the things she's saying. And then, of course, our main course is going to be many clips from the Vial Files with guests Greg Grippo and Victoria Fuller from a few weeks ago. And that is also... A lot of Sauce Wars stuff going on. Oh, this is Sauce Wars. The clickbait is mm-hmm. Sauce Wars. Everything we're doing today is Sauce Wars. Last night was Sauce Wars. Yes, last night, as we are recording this on Friday, last night we attended Stephen Lovegrove's first Noel Ball. It was beyond fascinating. And we are going to be covering that. We're going to be talking about that on This Week in Bachelor Nation on Friday. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to give it the time it deserves. Um, but... God, it was an incredible event, to say the least. It was an actual fever dream for me. I was like, how is this happening? (laughs) What I'm looking at. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. It is something that I will have memories of for the rest of my life. But today, what we are going to do is go through these clips. This is... Digging Deeper. All right. First up, we got that click bait. Again, guest host, Jill Chin. Seems like they're trying her out here in the vacated spot left by Tier. So we don't know if she's going to get the job or not, but it seems like they're giving her a shot. And in this clip, Grocery asks Jill if she would consider being the Bachelorette if she were to uh, encounter circumstances similar to the Wendekia dual lead season, which leads to some very interesting insight from company player Natasha Parker. Let's listen to the clip. All right, so let me ask you this question, because I do agree with you, Jill, and that's how I think I would feel, but let's say you sign the contract, you're ready to go, it's like five days before, and they're like, hey, like, just so you know, we just signed on Genevieve to be the co-bachelorette, and you're like, no, and they're like, okay, fine, then you're out. Would you walk Mm -hmm. away from it? It would depend who it is. I feel like Genevieve and I could, like, 
I feel like it will first of all be too much chaos that could never happen. It would just be a wreck. Yeah, I kind of um, think it'd be great. We make we make great TV together. Um, but I don't know. That that's tough. It would definitely depend on who the other person was. And but I, I just feel like first of all, I I would I am not, I'm ninety nine percent sure I would say no to being bachelorette, obviously. It's just it's too much. It's too much yeah. to Jill, you own clickbait, girl. Don't okay, say fine. it. Don't say okay, that. Okay, fine. Hello, I am this is my audition. Like, I don't know. No, um, no, it's not about it being your audition. I just think that like it's if you I mean, listen, if you're like paradise did a number on me and I'm not ready to date, right. that's one thing. It but did. but it's another thing like the chances that you get to be to have 30 guys going after yeah, you. True. How many times in your life is that going to happen, girl? You know what I mean? Like, all at once. This is uh, unreal. <laughs> Jill Chin is like, oh, yeah. Natasha says, don't say that you're on clickbait. Oh, yeah, right. This is my audition. No, no, no. It's not an audition. It is. First of all, she's right. She's acknowledging that. And she realizes she made a misstep here. You don't go against the company. Don't say that you're on clickbait. Like, chilling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Natasha Parker understands here. You're on clickbait. You have to uphold the company line. This is a company podcast. Mm -hmm. No tea here, only sauce. Praise the process. Exactly. Praise the process. And then Natasha Parker goes one step further. She's not just praising the process. She's describing the process as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you get the call to be the Bachelorette, you take it no matter what, is essentially what she's saying here. Mm -hmm. Even despite what we just saw happen to Gabby, Wendy, and Rachel Recchia on season 19 of Bachelorette, where they get half the screen time, their whole lives are fucked up as a result of it. And that's directly the question that Grocery is asking Jill Chin here. If you were put in that situation, would you be Bachelorette? And Jill Chin is like, ah, no, probably not. And then Natasha Parker's like, yes, you would. Say that you would. Well, I love that she has this 4TRR distinction where it's like, you know, if you're not ready to date, that's one thing. That's a 4TRR reason to not be the yeah. Bachelorette. But... To not do it because of anything else is heresy. <laughs> right. To not do it because of mental health. The chances to have 30 guys fighting over you. And it's like, hmm, the last Bachelorette season we saw was a dual Bachelorette. And yeah. were they fighting over the women? It didn't feel that. That wasn't really the tone. <laughs> no. And this clip is a very good appetizer because it sets up something that is thematically going to be in many of these other clips, especially once we get to Off the Vine and Vial Files, which is talking about the uh, mental health aspects of going into the show and how it really does fuck people up and not enough people are talking about it. And so, again, especially when we get to Off the Vine with Claire Crawley, she is doing a lot of talking about that. But let's move on to our second clip. This is a clip from Dear Shandy with guest Ben Zorn. And in this clip, Zorn spills some tea about his season of Bachelor in Paradise and producer involvement in his dog lover storyline. Do you remember that, by the way? Yes. I made a meme, I think, with him as a... Yeah, his face was a dog face and it said, I'm a dog guy. Oh, I just remember, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like how that's like how we remember the storylines is through like what clues mesh their heads with. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. You got pizza face. You got dog face. I remember I turned Daniel McGuire into an eagle once. At any rate, let's listen to this clip. Here we go. I actually don't remember. Did he come back with somebody? I don't remember what happened. I, we don't. Could you recap us on your season? <laughs> it, was, it was very uh, unforgettable or very forgettable from that standpoint. Okay. I didn't really I didn't go on any dates at all the entire time I was in paradise. 
Oh, um, I remember this, and I remember being like, "Why isn't anyone going for Ben's?" Because of Stacy. <laughs> and so we, and so I go through the whole show, and I think there was there was three or four days left of filming, and I was just kind of over it, and I was kind of I was ready to head home. You missed I, your dog, didn't you? That's this was see, this uh, is, this I, it's coming back to nice. me. I know this is the insider stuff. So, I mean, they, uh, I told them, I was like, I'm planning on going home. I was just going to take off, you know, before the rose ceremony, this and that. And I asked him, I was like, do they have anybody else that's coming in that I might be interested in? And, um, they told me he was coming in and I was like, well, not really interested in anybody. Um, so I'm just going to see my way out. And so I said my goodbyes to everybody. And uh, you can tell in those interviews when they're trying to push something, and at the time I had a, I had a puppy. I just, I had just gotten my dog Zeus and I think he was six months old at the time. And of course they were pushing that. Do you miss your dog? You know, yeah, yeah. I didn't see him <laughs> things like that. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up turning into me leaving because of my dog, which yeah. of course, it if you don't have anything, if they don't have anything bad to say about you, they'll find something funny to say yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah. That last piece of this, if they don't have anything <laughs> bad to say about you, they'll find something funny to say about you. <clears throat> He's essentially mm-hmm. explaining that if you're not a protected player, if you're not a player who has a storyline pre-written for you, they will try to turn you into a villain. And if they can't do that, they will try to turn you into a fool. And they will always be able to do that. Here, they've taken something that is Super inconsequential, not even really a part of his character. I had just gotten this new puppy, so they turned that into a whole thing. And they made him the guy who loved his dog so much. I remember they had like uh things where he was walking on the beach and they put a picture of the fucking dog like in the sky, like he was thinking about it and shit like that. They manufactured that out of nothing, thin air. This line is wild to me. If they don't have anything bad to say about you, they'll find something funny because if you're self-eliminating, you're not doing what they want. You're not getting cut at a rose ceremony. You're not staying in a relationship, which is for TRR. So it's like, it's kind of back to the Natasha clip. Like, you have to praise the process and you have to go with whatever they want or else. <laughs> like, and self, they don't like self elimination. They want to choose the order that everyone is going home. And so this is, this is really really funny to me this this clip because it's like he didn't give him anything but that doesn't matter so they turned him into a fool and sent him on his merry way but speaking of people doing self-eliminations and not doing what the producers wanted by the way it's like when they made a huge thing out of teddy wright uh not saying bye to everyone yes when she left But I think that like in Ben Zorn's case, it was more like, well, how do we get some content out of this guy that we can fill this episode with? And so they gave him kind it's an innocuous full edit. Yes, this guy loves his Mm -hmm. dog and he's thinking about his dog. It doesn't paint him in a bad light or even a stupid light. It wasn't like Hayden level. No, it wasn't Hayden level where people were questioning whether his dog was really even sick or anything like that. It was just like, oh, it's cute. This guy loves his dog. But there are, I think much worse ways to go out and talking about that self-elimination uh you know there are people who have done it in ways that are way crazier including fuck you chris harrison well fuck you chris harrison definitely on paradise was one of them but claire crawley did it in her season of bachelorette Hmm. 16 um and she did it for ostensibly the right reasons she found love 
the purpose of the show is to help you find <laughs> your soulmate. She did that. They should have been happy for her. They were not. She is the guest on Off the Vine from December 1st. And this entire podcast is worth listening to. We have here the best clips, five of them, or four of them, sorry. Um, let's just get into this. So again, this is Off the Vine with Claire Crawley. In this first clip, Claire Crawley and Kaylin Bristow discuss the characters the producers wanted them to be in their seasons of The Bachelorette and how they use those archetypes then against them. Once they played ball, then the producers fucked them for playing ball. Let's take a listen. The exact thing that they wanted me for to be on the show for is what they were shitting on me for. You know, it's and like, used against you. you know who you want, what you want. You, you can make the choice right away. All the things that I, the reason I went on there, it was just like, they made it look the opposite into this character that they wanted to portray me as. And it's like, it's frustrating because it's like, I am that way when I'm defensive. I am that way when I am yeah. protective of myself. Yeah. And Brian found out what the people who love me and know me find out is that it's like, I'm that way when I'm protecting myself. Yeah. So when your walls are up, yeah, yeah. When you, when you don't feel safe, which it's hard to feel in that environment because you, you kind of have to know going into it, like, I want like it was kind of same thing for me where I was like, I want to be this quirky and edgy and offside Canadian who just goes in guns blazing like that's who I am. And that's who I was. And it's great because they did portray that. But I also got that used against me when it came to like, you know, the sex shaming and all these things that came along with it. But for you, it felt like, well, and you had so much experience where I feel like you kind of knew games that had to be played, the show that had to be made, what needs to go on. And that's really hard to just play the game if you know too much. Where I, when I was a bachelorette, I, I kind of was, I'm not going to call myself dumb. I was just naive. I just didn't know the ins and outs of making a television show. How are you supposed to know that? How are you literally right. supposed to? I would never. And so I felt really safe with a lot of people there because, you know, I was like, well, they're not going to hurt me. They're my friends. But it turns out they're producers and they're trying to make a TV show. But so I I did feel safe. So I was able to like completely be oblivious to any kind of manipulation until the end where I feel like you were so aware of what could be happening to you in order to make television that your walls were up. And so when you didn't feel safe and you didn't feel like you could completely be who you wanted to be on the show, they were like, oh, we're going to use that against you almost. There is something that many ex-players will say a lot. And Caitlin Bristow does it here two or three times. She uses the justification that the producers have to make television in order to essentially, mm-hmm. essentially rationalize the, the shitty things that they do to the players. And I would just say, I think that is like a little Stockholm syndrome It's mm-hmm. You don't have to do these bad things to make TV. Plenty of TV shows get made without uh, maliciously <laughs> destroying the fucking psyche of the people involved in the television shows. But I think that there's this idea within the player culture that is like, well, yes, when you're going to make a TV show, so that means the producers get to fucking destroy you if they want to a little bit. And I don't think that's how it should be. But it's weird that to even hear Caitlin Bristow is saying it, you know, somebody who has come out of this, come out the other side of it into a very successful career still has that attitude of like, well, they were making a TV show, so it was okay that they totally fucked me over on my season. I mean, that line 
that line makes her a, fa- a fence player. You know, she's she's going back and forth between like, I thought they're my friends, but they're producers. I was oblivious. And then, well, you know, things are happening in order to make TV as kind of a, a third passive voice. I just, I do like the tid into like, Caitlin being like, I was trying to be this quirky Canadian player. And luckily they did portray it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it totally makes sense. Because she, I mean, that season, she just absolutely crushed everyone from night one on. And it was so incredible to watch. And to hear that it was kind of intentional, like, Mm. that makes me happy. They had the twist of Claire leaving. They could have easily made it like, Oh my God, she just fell in love so hard. Love at first sight is real, so she's leaving. I guess their fear was that if they didn't vilify her, that it would hurt the process and other crowns would want to end their seasons early. Of course. I mean, can you imagine if that just became the norm and they'd have to have another lead waiting in the wings every season just in case? In terms of like actual production, you're talking about in order to make a television show, that season, I cannot imagine what a nightmare it was for the producers of that season. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I have any sympathy. They know what they're signing up for too. Just like they tell the players that. And just like all the players in, in many of these clips will say like, we kind of know what we signed up for. They have to make a TV show. It's like, yeah, they do have to make a TV show. You don't. You have to fall right. in love. And that is your only goal there. That's on the producers to then... Figure out what the fuck to do if it ends early. But uh, I don't know. I just I found this a very interesting clip in terms of them talking about the idea that you can come in and play this character that they want you to play. In Caitlin Bristow's uh, experience, it was the free spirit. Then they turn that against her, where she talks about her getting shamed for having sex. I I, I believe she's talking about with Nick Vial before Fantasy mm-hmm. Suites in her season of Bachelorette. So she's playing a free spirit. That's what they like about her. That's why they select her as the Bachelorette. Right. And then they turn it against her. And it's the same thing that they did with uh, Bela Kai. If you want to look at that, he was a, a valued player who got a hero edit, who got a victim edit even in his season of Bachelorette. Then they bring him to paradise and they absolutely destroy him. So, yeah. To me, that's an interesting part of this process, too. In in order to make television, sometimes they're going to turn against the people that they've been protecting for a minute. But now, let's move on to this next clip, which I think is probably the most important one from this Off the Vine. Because Claire Crawley and Caitlin Bristow get into a very interesting conversation about mental health in the player pool and how it's discussed and treated. And I think this clip exactly in terms of where we are in the sauce wars it's a a pivotal point because players are starting to open up about this how their mental health is affected by going into the show how their mental health is affected coming off the show when they have to deal with all the comments and re-watching the episodes and all the Mm -hmm. stuff and this clip specifically they start talking about how they can kind of feel a change coming so let's take a listen to this clip If you would like to hear this clip and the rest of the clips from Claire Crawley discussing her experience as a bachelorette with Caitlin Brissot on her podcast, Off the Vine, and then you want to hear all of those juicy clips from the Vial Files, 
where Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo are discussing their night after the final rose, their relationship, their trip to Italy, all kinds of stuff. If you want to hear all that and Pace Case and I reacting to it, and you want to get access to our Discord, and you want to see our live pregame shows that we do every Monday at 4.30 West Coast time, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash game of roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You get access to all that stuff. And we hope to see you there very soon. It's the pit. You can get it in. You dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with first leaf go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box that's t-r-y-f-i-r-s-t-l-e-a-f.com slash roses tryfirstleaf.com slash roses creams and serums are made of 70 percent water 15 percent preservatives and emulsifiers leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. 
And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine, tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> 